shalt bow, O great mountain. Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Center brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. We are live on Facebook. Please kindly, if you can do that, get on your device. That's the address on the screen. And share the video to your timeline, please. I also want um, one or two people to just follow and help us put the, the points, the highlights, the comments, and the comment section and just follow through the service. I think one or two of the pastors should do that, please. And any other person that can do that. Alright, so last week we started talking about uh, understanding and benefiting from relationship with your pastor. Understanding and benefiting from relationship with your pastor. And I we did say uh, last week that uh, uh, number one is that you have to receive him as a gift. He has to be received as a gift before we can f- before you can fully benefit from uh, that person you call your pastor. This is because God has ordained it in that particular way and what God has said is never going to change. So the quick, quicker you align yourself to how the things of God are in terms of principles and methods, uh, the better you are so that you can fully and uh, functionally get maximum blessings from God and His Word. You see, coming to church uh, on Sunday and then leaving after service is not the only thing as it were that God wants you to do. Uh, God wants you to benefit fully. And I'm going to show you a few things in the scripture. I started last week, but as a recap, and also because we are online, I will just quickly go through what I mentioned last week. Number one, I said your pastor must be received as a gift. Your pastor is a gift. And you have to receive him as such. You see, the pastor is for your blessings and your benefit. God has appointed pastors over us and their duty is to feed us with knowledge and understanding for increase and multiplication among other assignments. However, there is a way that you have to relate with your pastor in order to guarantee that you are able to get the benefits that lies in that particular relationship. If you don't understand the relationship with your biological father, you may not be able to get the fullness of the benefit that lies in that mutual family relationship. The same way because your pastor is your spiritual father, spiritual parents, there is a way to relate. And this is something that is done consciously. It's not something that is just done in an abstract manner where, yes, I'm a member of that church and just go and just come. No, there are some deliberate steps you take in the place of decision making and in your heart that puts you in a place where you are able to benefit. Uh, To deny your pastor or the need for a pastor is to reject one of the most valuable gifts that Jesus gave to the body of Christ. And you need to understand that. In the book of Ephesians chapter 4 
and verse 8 the bible declares i think i gave you the slide last week media you should be able to still find it it says in ephesians 4 8 wherefore he says when he ascended up on high he led captivity captive and he gave gifts unto men so we see that jesus christ having uh fulfilled uh let me take this one off please having uh uh, uh, fulfilled the sacrifice of redemption and completed the work there's something he still did before he ascended and what he did was that he led captivity captive and then he gave gifts unto men in other words what he did was there's something i still have to do despite that the sacrifice is complete i've shed all of my blood man can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need they can approach god at any point in time ask for forgiveness and be cleansed from all their unrighteousness however as i'm going up there's something i need to do i need to give gifts one of the gifts that god gave was the office of the pastor it is given because it is needed is somebody with me this morning it is given because it is needed and you are going to need it let me read for you from ephesians chapter 4 11 to 15 where it explains what the gifts are or the gifts that jesus gave in verse 11 the bible says and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of christ till we all come glory to god till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god unto a perfect man and then it says unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ then he said then we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried away with every wind of doctrine by the slaves of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie way to the sea but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head of the christ here we see the bible explaining that god gave the offices of uh, the pastor the apostles the prophets the teachers and all of that for the edification of the body of christ for the perfecting of the saints in order that you are not tossed to and fro in other words these offices can bring stability into your life and destiny that you will not be a victim of the vicissitude of life by reason of your relationship with the office of the pastor which jesus gave as a gift Yes, Jesus did everything he's going to do. Died on the cross for you. And then he's going back to the Father. But he said, I'm going to give you this gift. You are going to need these gifts in your life. That is what he's saying right there. In the amplified version of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. He declares that his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us so you see it clearly there that the gift that he gave us is the gift of men he gave men to us literally he gave us men as, as gifts then he explains he says some to be apostles that means special messengers some prophets and inspired preachers and expounders some evangelists preachers of the gospel traveling missionaries some pastors shepherds of his flock and teachers in other words look 
If Jesus gives you a gift and you don't take care of the gift, how are you, how is he going to give you all the gifts? It's a fundamental gift that he has given you. And there are three basic ways to show that you have received your pastor as a gift. Because the first thing I said is that you must receive him as a gift. There are three ways that shows that you have received your pastor. Wherever you look at assembly, where you worship, that you indeed have received him as a gift. Number one is that you always tell the Lord in prayer that you receive your pastor and thank him for giving you such a blessing. You are deliberately praying and saying, Lord, I thank you for my pastor. Then you mention his name. Thank you for that man because he is, he is a gift that you have given unto me. I thank you for him. I, I work, just like, just like when you receive the gift of a car and then you come and share testimony and then you thank God for the gift. You thank God for the gift of your pastor. When you begin to do that, you will see that certain things will start to align in your life. Ordinarily, some of them you don't even have to pray about them, but because you are aligned to the plans and the intents of God, everything just begins to fall into place. Because you see, these things happen in the realm of the spirit first, and then everything follows in the physical. So you say, Lord, I, I receive my pastor, and I thank you for giving me such a blessing. Thank you, Lord, for so and so blessing. Thank you, Lord, for my pastor. The second thing you do is that you let the pastor know. Tell him so. It will hurt to show your love towards him and say, Pastor, thank you for being such a gift in my life. Thank you for the world you've been bringing into my life. I don't take it for granted. Thank you for all the revelation knowledge. I appreciate all the time spent in the presence of God just for me. That's the way the Bible puts it. He gave gifts unto you. So you see me here? I am your gift. Are you following me? I belong to you. I belong to God. But I also belong to you in terms of gifts. Are you getting me this morning? And then number three is that you tell others that you receive him as your pastor. That's my pastor. No, don't talk, to, don't talk like that about my pastor. That's my pastor. Let it be known that you are a submitted person. Hear me and hear me well. God, Jesus knows what he's doing. That he, he refused to go up there until he gave gifts of men. Oh, yes, uh, pastors are not God. Pastors can't replace Jesus. Uh, pastors are not God in your lives. But they are your gifts that are given unto you. Jesus gave you the gift of men because you are going to need those gifts. One of the things he says, for the perfecting of the saints. Because we are all in our days of imperfection. Nobody is perfect. But your pastor is grace to help you consistently, deliberately, and gradually put you and push you into that place where the perfect man in you begins to appear. In other words, when you understand this gift of a pastor, you may be like this. But as you begin to understand and receive that gift and receive the words and the messages it brings without any form of offense in your heart, without any form of uh, disconnection in your heart, that gift of a pastor can bring perfection. 
perfection. You can be perfected. Things are going to get better. Finances will get better. Your emotional life will get better. That is what the scripture is saying. And then he said that he be not tossed to and fro by the vicissitudes of life. Something, something that is really tossed to and fro is like football, for example. You kick it, kick it there, kick it there. And that's how the devil, you know, operates with his several lives. Just kicking them all over the place and tossing their lives all over the place. He says that ye be not receiving, receive this gift in order that you can, your feet can be firmly rooted. You are not tossed to and fro. Are you following me? You are not there today, up there today. You are not up, up today, down tomorrow. And then somebody is scamming you. Somebody is doing this. Somebody and you are losing from different ends. No stability can be brought into your life. Are you with me this morning? Number two is getting to know your pastor. You get to know him. In First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 12, he says, I will beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord to admonish you. Are you here with me? So know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord. So know them. To have a personal relationship with them. In the Amplified Version of First Thessalonians 5.12 It says now also we beseech you brethren get to know those who labor among you. Recognize them for what they are. Acknowledge and appreciate and respect them all. Your leaders who are over you in the Lord. And those who want and kindly reprove and exhort you. Glory to God. The Bible makes us understand that we should know no man after the flesh. So we are not saying that you should know after the flesh. But we are saying you should know your pastor by his character and integrity. You should be familiar with the way he does things. So that you can learn from that integrity and from that character. You should know his style very well, especially those who are ministers. Such that when he's moving in the spirit, you know the right songs to pick. I mean, there are times, there are times when I'm moving in the spirit and a song comes from my heart and then the choir picks the exact song. That has happened a few times. But that can happen over and over and over again. Because one wrong song and the whole thing can just collapse. You see, you need to understand that sensitivity. Are you following me? Now, the next thing is that you should know his ways so that when there are accusations against his character, you can deny them. And not that somebody is accusing your pastor and say, ah, <laughs> pastor can do it Do you see pastor? No, you don't know your pastor. Following me, and lastly, the way you get to know anything is to study it. Study your pastor so you can know him after the way he follows Christ. Apostle Paul says, Follow us as examples. Are you still with me? Number three, number three, relating with your pastor is to esteem him highly. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Are you there? First Thessalonians 
in chapter 5. The Bible says there in verse 13, And to esteem him, and to esteem them very highly in love, glory to God, for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourself. Let me read God's word translation for you. God's word translation says, We ask you to love them and think very highly of them because of the work they are doing. Hear me and hear me well. Your pastor is not God. Your pastor cannot replace God in your life. I'm not saying you should glorify your pastor. No way. It's only Jesus we glorify. But the Bible used this word to esteem them highly. And you've got to do what the Bible says. To esteem your pastor highly does not mean to worship him or to put him on a pedestal. But to honor them because of the work they do. What work do they do? Their work is you. You are their works. You are the reason I'm here in Ibadan, in the city of Ibadan. Honestly speaking, I'm telling you right now. The reason I'm in this city is you. The reason I, I didn't tell myself, I'm tired of this country. I have funds to do that. I'm moving my family. Everybody, we're going out of the country. The only reason, not that I don't feel like sometimes, the only reason I've not done that is you. So, because of the work they are doing, when somebody, a pastor gives his life to the people, you are called to lay down your life. He said, look, look, pick up your cross and follow me. Or if you die, you are not going to live. He said, but if you die, you will get your life back. That is the work we have been called to do. So, esteem them highly because of their work. The work to help you grow. To help you work in the light of God's kingdom. If you love your pastor, then you show the same unconditional love towards him that God has shown you. When you honor God's gift given to you, it's always going to be your benefit at the end of the day. The word used is esteem. Take note, it's not exalt. We only exalt Jesus. But we esteem our pastor in love. It's never wrong for us to love anyone. In fact, we are to be known for our love for one another. Number four, pray for your pastor. Very important. Pray for your pastor. In Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 1 to 2, it says, Finally, brethren, pray for us. This is, I mean, Apostle Paul calling for prayer here. Yes. Some of us think pastors don't need prayer. We are the one that needs prayer. So here, he said, pray for us. You've got to pray for your pastor. That's one of the ways to cooperate and benefit from the relationship you have with your pastor. Pray for us. The word, is telling us a prayer point, the word of the Lord may have a free course and be glorified even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith. 
In other words, the pastor will often deal with wicked men and unreasonable men who pose as members but who have ulterior motive to be used by the devil to pull down the work. So the Bible is saying here, because the pastor is your gift, you want to have a maximum blessing you can get from him, so you pray for him, I pray for my pastor to be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. Are you following me? So that pastor can concentrate to bless me. Do you get what I'm saying here? Because the, the work of a pastor is concentration. If he's not concentrated, he's not going to bless you. If he has no concentration, he's, somebody is disturbing there, he's going to police station, he, he's not going to bless you. There will not be any revelation. There will not be any fresh content. If you are not blessed, then it all becomes a religion. You are meant to come to church and be blessed. Your heart jumps from your inside. Fire born from inside. You get grace and strength for the weak to go and succeed. Are you following me here? So you pray for your pastor. Lord, deliver him from wicked men. Every distraction, distraction around him, please take it away. You do that consciously. Hear me and hear me well. When you do that consciously, you will see the peace that will come into your life. You will see the, 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 the level at which you are receiving revelation knowledge gets, gets more. The revelation of Jesus in your heart will go to the maximum ever. In little words shared by the pastor, it will explode in your heart. And it is when this word explodes that it benefits you. If the pastor says, you are blessed this week, if that word does not explode and resonate with your spirit, it doesn't actually become a blessing. This is why a lot of people come to church and bless, 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 pastor declare blessing, and then there are few testimonies because these things did not really connect. You connect by appreciating the gift of your pastor to make sure your heart is void of offense. You make sure you don't have any issue with your pastor. If the devil is trying to bring some issues to your pastor, you walk up to your pastor because it's your gift and you have a right. You walk up to your pastor and say, I say pastor, I, I, I have this feeling. I, I, I don't know. I, know. I know you can't do that, but I have this feeling. Pastor, is it true that this is how you feel towards me? And then, no, no, never. Because most of the things we, we get offended at are assumptions. It is the it is the strategy of the devil. Assumptions. And you see, pastor did not greet me this morning. Maybe pastor did not even see you. So if pastor did not see you, make pastor to see you. Say, so when you make your pastor to see you, and then you really did not greet you, then you can confirm, yes, it's confirmed. Like, you know, some people get angry over little things like, uh-uh, and, and I said good morning, he did not answer. Maybe he didn't hear. But if you go out and say, sir, sir, good morning, sir. And then he still did not answer. Then you know, yes. But if he answers, then you know you are the one that is wrong most of the time, because assumptions, are you following me, is the lowest form of knowledge. Because they are wrong. So you want to you want to protect the relationship you have with your pastor. Be bold. Say, pastor, this I feel offended at this and that. Ask him. Why? It's your gift. You have a responsibility over that gift. Isn't it? That's the way it works. Number five. This is one that a lot of people have argued about at all on social media because there's a lot of ignorance around it and they don't understand it. But you will see it in the word of God. Give to your pastor. That is one of the ways to benefit from your relationship with your pastor. 
you must give not that i i i may give no you must give it's an instruction in the scripture otherwise the equation of that relationship will not be complete you see let me tell you something you get ahead in god when you are able to practice all this covenant not that you did one you did not do one no where you are able to appropriate such that no hell can stop the blessings of god over your life you have appropriated everything you have given to your parents you have given your tithe you have given your offering you have given to your pastor you have given to the poor everything is appropriated you are ready to receive the fullness of god are you following me here so you give to your pastor the scripture is Galatians chapter 6 verse 6. Galatians chapter 6 verse 6. Let him that is taught. If you are not taught, don't give. If you are taught, give. That's what the Bible says. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Communicate there does not mean good morning, sir, with respect. That's part of it, but if you show respect, you will reap, you will reap respect. You will go in on body jar and say, I say, look at it, I don't know this person, that's what you are showing, so you reap it. Are you following me here this morning? Let him, that is what? Taught. Ask anybody, are you taught? If you are taught in the word, unless you are not taught in the word, you are not, you tell yourself, I'm not receiving any word. I'm not blessed. You are okay. But if you have taught in the word, if you have learned something from your pastor, if he has ever been a blessing to you, if he has, he has ever communicated to your spirit, if he has ever said something that blessed you, he says, communicate back. Hey, are you seeing what I'm seeing in the scripture there? Let's read Amplified Version. Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share in all good things with who? With his teacher. And then in bracket I explain what it means. Contributing to what? To his support. And this one is not tithe. Because your pastor does not spend tithe. Tithe goes into the church account for several things. So, his support means something you can spend personally and that's what you often refer to as venison or prophet offering are you following me you give back to your pastor it's part of the way to benefit let's look at our message translation be very sure now that you have been trained to a self-sufficient maturity that you enter into a generous common life and those who have trained you sharing all the good things that you have and experience so I experience a lifting I share with my pastor I experience a financial breakthrough I mean you did not see that in the Bible sharing all the good things that you have and experience Especially even when it is directly related to a blessing you receive in church. The pastor declared something this week and then the following week there is a blessing over your life. Are you following me? 
that there was a testimony that came up in church at the time I made some declarations in church and that same week the lady sold over was the order over 300 bucks from her so she sells and that's a beautiful testimony but after paying your tithes the ideal thing to do spiritual maturity is to take out of that profit and communicate back to your pastor that's what we have here in the scripture from all the good things you experience are you following me here this morning the devil has attacked giving to your pastor especially on social media everything the devil attacks he fears it I'm telling you the truth he fears everything he attacks Bish, uh, 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 Pastor Ibiome in Poracol is building a massive auditorium that can seat I think 90,000 people at the time that's massive that's in the several billions now if you know anything about ministry it takes grace to build to build anything it's a grace there's a grace to build so you begin to study that man where did this man get this kind of money Why did it? but then I heard another story that happened that Bishop Oedipo was passing through Boracord so branch not that I went to preach for him branch to go and see uh, the the building to just check it and give him an honorarium of a million dollars as appreciating my teacher my gift, my pastor, my father now those kind of acts are the reason why he is where he is that's just, the, that's just the simple explanation God does not have any special people he blesses like this one this one should have money more than this one no this one should exceed no <laughs> no the Bible says God is not partial and the Bible says God is no respecter of persons but he's a respecter of his word and principles you follow this word you will rise in life that's the way it is you stay in your stubborn disposition everything remains as it seems there are no two ways to it God don't believe so everything remains as it is you want to rise part of it is learning after your tithe and your offering you don't use your tithe to replace this giving I'm talking about no are you following me this morning number six obey your pastor and that's the last one I'm talking about obey your pastors if you have not shared this thing yet on Facebook please kindly do Facebook slash KHC Global that's the address obey your pastor in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 17 one of the ways you receive the gifts of your pastor he says obey them that have the rule over you submit yourselves why? he says for the watch for your souls as they that must give account are you following? are you following here? look at what it says there pastors watch over your souls how do we do that? in the place of prayer one, two, in the place of teaching you the word because when we are teaching we are not teaching your body we are actually communicating to your soul and the Bible says that we may prosper even as our soul prospers so the prosperity of the soul leads to financial prosperity 
So we watch over our souls as they that must give account. So I'm conscious of that. That one day I'm going to have to stand before God and give an account. How did you watch over the soul of Damilola? How did you watch over the soul of Mr. Simeon? Now, that's where the work of a pastor gets really, really serious. So you, you want to pity all the charlatans, false prophets, false pastors. Pastors doing all kinds of atrocities, sleeping with members, desecrating them, messing up their lives and destiny, deceiving them, preying on their emotions. You want to pity such people when they stand before God. You want to pity them. Because the Bible says, if you, if any of this little one, if you cause them to sin, to mess up, he said it were better for you if a stone were tied around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. That the kind of judgment that awaits such people. So I say, as those that give account, that's the work of a pastor. So you are careful in dealing with those people. Are you following me? Yes, you are members of Shadow Grace Center. Yes, the pastor is your spiritual father. But I'm very careful in my dealing. So make sure I don't use the grace, the anointing of God upon my life or my office to hurt, to diminish, to hinder anybody. Unless that person puts himself in that position. Jesus Christ said, of all you have given me, I have lost none. He said, except the son of perdition. So the son of, the son of perdition can be lost. Are you following me here? Alright. So he says there, and submit yourselves, because they watch over your souls, as they must give account. Now look at the next thing. That they may do it with what? I, I can't hear you. That they may do it with joy. Hey. That they may do it with joy and not with what? With grief. He said, because if they do it with grief, that is unprofitable for you. If they do this work with grief, your bank account can feel it. That's what he's saying. No profit. It's unprofitable. If your pastor is grieved and sad and hot over you, he said it is unprofitable. It will it will it will bring you into loss. That's what the Bible is saying. So he says, obey them. So you are, you are not trying to do eye service, eh? Is it not man? I must be no 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 obey because it's watching over your souls. Do it with joy. Know that a pastor comes to church and all the workers are right. So the pastor gets angry. What kind of nonsense is this? What's going on? He's, he's doing the work with grief. That's unprofitable for you. So what do you do? Obey them. So pastor said, uh, the resumption time is 7.15. Please everybody make sure you are around. Obey them. Our pastor says 7.15. No, you are not worshipping man. Mm-mm. You are you want profit for your life. Are you following me? Obey them. Obey them. Obey them. I was listening to a story told by Bishop uh Bismarck, to the Bismarck, that Archbishop 
Duncan Williams told him. Archbishop Duncan Williams used to be a son to Archbishop Benson Edouza when he was alive. So at the point in time in his life, he spoke some words. Not that he fought him, he spoke some words against his spiritual father. And so, after that, there was drought that hit his ministry. Nothing was growing. Everything was dry. He didn't know. He prayed and prayed and prayed. So he went to another man of God who praised the Lord and who is a little bit, you know, perceptive in the realm of the spirit. He went to that man and gave him an offering. I said, Pastor, please, man of God, please help me to pray. Find out from God. Why do I have drought in my ministry? Why is everything dry? The man went into fasting to pray and to see God's face on his behalf. Then he called him. He said, you spoke some words against Archbishop Benzie He flew from Ghana to Benin City. He said from the gate, he knelt down and crawled on his knees eh, to go and beg. I said, sir, I'm sorry. And Archbishop said, I release you from that drought. And that was all it needed. Now, you, you can argue. I say, what, what is it? Are we not, both of us are men. You don't understand spiritual things. You, it's because you don't understand. Oh, God, Jackie Pastor is sorrow this year. Avoid it. Don't let him think about you and there's grief on happiness. That's what you find in the Bible. That they may not do it, that they may not do it with grief, for that is unprofitable. It's unprofitable. I read God's word translation and basic Bible English, and then I close. In the God's word translation, it says, Obey your leaders, accept their authority. Come on, say accept their authority. They take care of you because they are responsible for you. Obey them. Obey them so that they may do this work joyfully. Come on, say joyfully. And not what? Complain. Can you read that? And not what? Complain about you. Because causing them to complain will not be to your what? Advantage. Don't let your pastor complain about you. And say, ah, kini, kini, what, kini, me, me too can pray. Can, ah, hey, you don't understand, though. You don't understand. Lastly, I read basic Bible English translation and I close from there. Is shout of grace learning anything? We're going to get better in God. We're going to get prosperous. You see, as you learn this thing and open yourself to them and apply to them and consciously take care of how you relate with your pastor, what you say and all of that, you will see blessings just come into your life. Blessings you don't imagine. Basic Bible English translation. It says, Give air to those who are rulers over you and do as they say. For they keep watch over your souls. 
ready to give an account of them. Let them be able to do this with joy and not with grief because that will be of no profit to you. Can you rise up on your feet this morning? Glory to God. We are still online. Please don't go. Can we rise up on our feet? Glory to God. After the announcement, rather, after announcement, come and talk to God and say, Lord, help me to relate appropriately with the man of God you have given me, with the angel over the house. Help me, Lord, to relate appropriately with him. If you are here this morning and you have not given your life to Jesus, I would like to present us an opportunity to do so. It is the greatest decision you will ever take in your life. If you are making that decision this morning, say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I declare you died for my sin. You rose up on a third day. From today, I'm a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. In Jesus' name. Congratulations if you prayed that prayer. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to God's kingdom. Please kindly leave a comment or send us a message on any of our social media handles so that we can send you the relevant materials. God bless you. This message is brought to you by Junamis and Sophia and part of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shouts of the Center and Kisses and Hogs Club an online ministry to singles and married couples. Connect with us on Instagram at Pastor Dynamics at Pastor Sophia Bola at Shouts of Grace Center at KC underscore global on Facebook at KC Global on YouTube at Dynamics Sunday Noel on MixLR at KC Global Visit our website www.kcsandhooks.com via our mail at kcpartners at gmail.com to partner with us kcsandhooks.com slash partnership. God bless you.